Hey, my name is Amber Welford and I am obsessed with all things habits and systems. I'm a mama, wife, and entrepreneur who knows the importance of the little things in life. Each episode, I'll share tips for creating habits, talk about real life behind the scenes of motherhood, marriage, and building a business, and encourage the heck out of you with some tough love, all while enjoying a cup of coffee. So go grab yours and listen up. This is the Live Fiercely Podcast. Hey, welcome back for another episode of the Live Fiercely Podcast. Today I want to talk to you about uh, summer break because whether we like it or not, summer break is coming. Uh, Normally this time of year, I'm like, forget school, forget routines, like let's just live in the moment and figure it out. And this year I'm a little like, holy crap, holy. My kids are going to be home all day, every day. There's no going to school. (laughs) Ah! So I want to talk to you today about like planning for the summer because I know that we as moms want to get them in camps and have things planned and and sometimes we can overdo it. Uh, But then on the flip side, (laughs) we are bored. So I'm totally the mom where last summer Uh, I had stuff planned and June was actually pretty busy between like swimming lessons and I don't even remember what else at this point, like soccer practices and softball things, but like they just had a lot of things to do in June. And then July came around and I kind of got lazy, like, oh, June was really busy, like let's not do much. And then by August, I was like, these kids need to go freaking back to school, like I am done. Um, And so... Every year, I just like try to aim for we're going to have a good summer and how are we going to have a good summer. So here's some things that I want to just throw out there to you to think about as you're planning your summer coming up. So it is easy for us to look at the community ed brochures and like all of the local camps and things and want to put our kids in all of the things. Uh, And yes, I think there's some very good aspects to those and having some sort of... uh, Something to look forward to is good, but number one, like don't overdo it because the nice thing about summer is the freedom. Like I love the last minute meeting up with friends at the beach or, you know, texting your friend like, hey, what are you doing today? You want to meet at a park or like the spontaneous play date at home with like a school friend or something for the kiddos. And so having that flexibility and not you know, having to look so far out in advance of like, okay, well, we can't get together for like three weeks because of this camp and that camp and these lessons or whatever. Uh, So it's good to have some, but not too many. And I haven't uh, nailed ours down exactly to a T at the time of this recording because I am trying to prioritize like what is the most important things. So my big girls are in the Gifted and Talented program, and there's this like special community ed uh, for the Gifted and Talented kids, special classes that you have to get invited to. And so it's fun that they get invited to that, and I let them pick out one class uh, during the summer. And it's typically like a Monday to a Thursday class and first come, first serve. So with those, I let them already pick one out. So I suppose I need to let Carmen pick something out too. But for me, swimming lessons crucial. Like top dog gets priority for daytime. 
because that is a life lesson that like it could literally be life-saving and so I am waiting trying to figure those out like <laughs> if you've listened to any of my other episodes or stories on, on Instagram uh, swimming is a struggle over here as far as like doing the lessons and stuff like none of my kids all love it uh, but the youngest has some some real anxieties over it and so I am getting them in private lessons this summer instead of the group to hopefully uh, help minimize some of their fears over the actual swimming, like the real swimming, not like my kids love going to the beach or going to a pool, uh, but like when it comes to the real swimming stuff, it like not, not a fan. But again, non-negotiable. We've decided like they need to know how to swim. And so I'm waiting until those uh, private lessons open up so that I can plan those first and then figure out the rest of my summer. Uh, I know we've got VBS, like I know the dates of VBS and I typically help out with that. And so uh, I have that on the calendar as well. I don't know about you, like summer weekends just fill up so fast with like weddings or we always do our 4th of July party with our friends here at our house. Uh, We have a vacation planned with my family for a week this summer. So there's already things on the calendar. And so then you have to consider that. So so <laughs> back to not over scheduling things, right? Like I gave my girls the community ad brochure this weekend and let them each put, just put their initials by the things that they're interested in. Doesn't matter how many. And I told them this does not mean you're doing it. But then I can look at, okay, where are the weeks that we are kind of lacking on activities and maybe let them sign up for one more class. But I'm not filling up every week, like I said. Just having sporadic things to look forward to throughout the summer, not just in June like I did last year, um, but that is more than that. And like Carmen could do summer ballet classes. Like there's so many things that they could sign up for and do. But it's not even just like a time thing. Like all this stuff costs money. And so what financially makes sense for us that uh, we could put them in versus not. So those are just all things to consider when you are planning things. Uh, but I also like to just sit down with the kids and make a, a wish list of things that we would like to do this summer so that, you know, on a day where we're like, okay, well, what are we going to do today? And we want to adventure or something, um, having some ideas. And like I said before, some of those ideas might be meeting up at a beach or a park or having school friends over for a play date. Uh, Some of it might be like just playing with the neighbor kids. We live in a neighborhood where there's a lot of kids. And so uh, just, you know, having those sporadic days where you have nothing planned and maybe some of the neighbor kids are home and there's just like a neighborhood play date. It's super fun days. Uh, Or we have a giant slip and slide that we set up in our yard. Like that's always a fun, fun day as well. Um, just going for a bike ride, simple things that we can do that don't cost a lot of money because obviously we can go to like zoos and wherever else, but uh, we can't afford to spend a million (laughs) dollars each summer on activities and going to do stuff. And so it's nice to have those like lower key things where you just get to go be a kid and not cost a lot of money. I always like struggle with, and I'm sure you do too, that I'm bored. And in my house, when you tell mom, I'm bored, you get to clean something. And I know every summer I have to kind of like push that back into them. Like, you don't get to tell me you're bored. 
you are a kid and like you have a great imagination, go be a kid. And sometimes that means like Sylvia will just go off and read a book in her room. Fine. If that's what you can do. Or we'll sometimes just sit outside and read a book together. Uh, my kids and the neighbor kids, gosh, was it last year? It was during the pandemic. In the spring, they came up with like a, a read-along, I think they call it. Read aloud. Read aloud. Uh, where they would invite the little neighborhood kids over and they would read books and we'd provide like a little snack and just like so cute and creative that they did that. And of course there's like the classic lemonade stands that they beg for all the time. Um, but there's plenty of things you can do. I just wanna tell you like don't overbook yourself because that is not great for you either. Like you still need to have you time uh, and it's fun to just have days where you're not running constantly. It also helps you feel a little better about the upkeep of the house and meals and things like that, uh, the basics of every day. So, so don't overbook yourself. Uh, don't financially strain yourself. Come up with a list of idea and include the kids in that, that creation of the list where you can just pull that out on a, whatever day if you want to choose to adventure. And if you don't, um, even have ideas on there like, like color you know, uh, bake cookies, deliver cookies to the neighborhood, you know, um, fun things like that as well. So uh, hopefully this just kind of got your mind turning a little bit about how to plan for the summer um, without going crazy <laughs> with over planning or uh, without having any planning. And then you get into the summer and a weekend, everybody is going crazy and at each other's throats. So if this was helpful, make sure to share it with your family and friends. And uh, if you have any great ideas of what you love to do in the summer with your kids, I'm always at Amber Wilford on Instagram and would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Live Fiercely podcast. If you love anything you heard today, then go share the love with your family and friends. Take a screenshot of the episode, share it to your social media, and don't forget to tag me. Girl, I appreciate you so much for being here, for walking through this life with me. Now go out there, grab a cup of coffee, and live fiercely.